on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We don't have B ratings. We don't have predictions. We're just doing weekly recap. We're taking a break this week. It's a short show. I'm still in the process of moving into my house. I started my new job this week. You know, had to take a break. Not a, not a lot of time in my life right now. There's a little, like really the only news from the week that was relevant was the Hall of Fame stuff. And then, so we'll talk about that and then get right into the weekly wrestling recap. I thought there were some decent shows this week. NXT was the fallout from Roadblock last week. Dynamite's in its lull period, but it's not, I thought it was still good. Yeah. And got some shirt guy comments. Yeah. And SmackDown (laughs) and Raw, obviously building towards Mania. So it was, it was a good week of wrestling. So I enjoyed it. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DDT WrestlePod. Joe, you ready to go? Yep. Oh, let's go. Into episode 97 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe. And Joe, happy Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Oh, yeah. Hell, <laughs> hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. I get so excited about St. Patrick's Day every year. Um, dude, I forgot that was tomorrow. And I wore, a dude, green, I, I wore my green polo to work yesterday. Dummy. Now you got to yeah. do laundry. No, I'm not wearing it. I'm just not going to wear it. To green that place. Tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. It's just so much easier to say work now because I don't fucking hate it. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I started that this week. Um, Movers came on Tuesday. Uh, The wife stayed behind and watched them bring in all these boxes. And now I just have a bunch of boxes in my house that I'm going to take the entire weekend unboxing and probably throwing out a bunch of shit that Leslie says, why the fuck did we move this? You should have thrown this away. So that's probably going to take up all of my weekend. And that's exciting. It's probably going to get old fast. <laughs> it's going to get old very fast, especially with my kid like walking around and being like wanting to get into every single box. And I'm like, no, that's fragile. Or no, that's that's let's not touch that. Let's not let's not do any of that every single time I pull something out of a box. So, yeah, I'll have to deal with that this weekend, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Not a whole lot of news this week. The only stuff was, and we'll talk about this now since we're going to get right into SmackDown right after this. Um, we finally have Hall of Fame announcements, Joe. They made one on SmackDown and one on The Bump on Wednesday, which was announced by Ric Flair. Um, the Wednesday one was the great Muda, who never wrestled for WWE. He did do a, uh, some stints with WCW. Yeah. I just I just looked that up before we started. but. Yeah. It just kind of reminds me of the Jushin Thunder Liger 
induction from last year or two years ago where yeah, some, he's just there. he's just that much of a legend and also like did a tiny stint in WCW which is owned by WWE so mm-hmm. it makes sense to have to get a legend in like that and then the headliner is an active member of the roster it's Rey Mysterio <laughs> yeah I don't remember if we talked about that live or if we had talked about it off air. I think, well, we talked about it during recording last week because you were watching SmackDown while we were recording last week because uh, we had to do it on Friday. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if I cut it or not, but we can talk about it again now because um, I have some takes about this and we can couple this in. We'll just talk about this and lead into SmackDown. But this week... Sub challenged Ray to a match at WrestleMania, which Ray declined. And with the announcement of Ray being inducted into the Hall of Fame, I think, and I think everyone knows that they're obviously going to do this match somehow. I and you can talk about. I know I definitely cut your fantasy booking for this, so you can talk about that after this. Um, it's definitely going to be a retirement match now because mm-hmm. he's because he's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it could be. I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I I can't think of I can't think of anybody else that continued to actively wrestle wrestle after they got inducted. I can't think of anyone who got announced for an induction while they were still actively wrestling. Like, and I'm yeah, not talking about like on a part time schedule. Like, I, I, with the exception of okay, yeah, part time schedule. I was going to say with the exception of like when DX got inducted. Uh, Triple even H then, was, Triple H was done. I think that was before... He, it was before he put the boots out, whatever year that was. Yeah. That was this past year, I think, because um, that was after his heart thing. Yeah. But So, yeah, he was he was still wrestling He was very much Manias. part-time. Um, there's obviously Edge, who... Like, there's people who have came back and wrestled full-time after they've been inducted. Yeah. Edge, Edge got inducted because his career was over. Yeah. Um, who else? I mean, Goldberg on a part-time schedule. Uh, oh, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled that match last year at WrestleMania. <laughs> Shawn Michaels wrestled that uh, that match in Australia, probably. Uh, did it? Did it happen, though? <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know. He didn't. He did not acknowledge that on NXT last week. But, yeah, it's it's uh, kind of a weird scenario, and it makes me think that, Ray, that this will be Ray's retirement match just because of all this. Otherwise... Why would they be inducting him this year? You know? Yeah. But do go on with your, how you would like to see this match booked. So Rey Mysterio keeps on rejecting the idea of, of a match. He doesn't want to fight his son, which understandable. He should. No, he should. It's yeah. It's understandable. He's a bitch. (laughs) I think the only way to book this match now that he's going to be inducted to the hall of fame is let the match go unbooked. Get to Friday night um, for for the Hall of Fame ceremony. I think it's on Friday. Yeah, I think Thursday. they said that. No, I think they said it's on Friday. Okay. Regardless, so get it's, to fr- not, it's not during, it's not on Saturday or Sunday. I know that. Get to get to Friday night, have the Hall of Fame induction going on for Rey Mysterio, and Dominic comes and ruins the induction of, of Rey Mysterio. And that that's finally what pushes Rey over the edge. And he says, fine, you want, you want to fight? Let's fight. They brawl real quick. And then it sets the match for Mania on Saturday, Sunday. I love that. Like, if anyone in WWE is listening, you should you should book the match that way. 
And if if that is how it goes down, I'm crediting Joe. <laughs> even if that's been in the plans the whole time. Yep. But um, who who are we thinking? I, I have no idea on the great Muda because I don't think I've ever watched any of his matches outside of AEW. Um, who would induct Ray? Because it's not going to be sub. Edge is Edge is a popular opinion right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of anyone else. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of who else like tagged with him in the past, but it's like Edge, Eddie, uh, Chavo. No, Chavo is full time with Impact now, right? Yeah, but like that doesn't mean he couldn't come and do a Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, I, I think true. they would. I think they would respect the wishes of whatever Ray asked them for. So I guess I'm just yeah, maybe to put Chavo. myself. I, I I legitimately don't know. I'm not Ray Mysterio or the WWE, so it's obviously going to be up to them. I would I would say Edge over Chavo. Obviously, I can't think of anyone else though. If if you're not going to do sub, which it doing having sub induct him makes zero sense. Aaliyah. She was on WWE TV for a couple months. That'd be cool. <laughs> she probably Angie is that his wife? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you could have uh, Rhea Ripley do it. Oh, or uh, <laughs> or uh, what's her name? Uh, Guerrero. Vicky. Vicky. I don't think so. <laughs> I I don't think she has like her contract either I, ended I think... or is ending. I think it's over with AEW. I think yeah. her contract's up. I think she's done, but I also haven't heard anything. Like, it, obviously, she doesn't have to sign a deal with WWE to do a Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Thing. Yeah. But also, I just would not want to listen to her voice. Kane Velasquez? Induct. No. <laughs> I think I think he's still on, like, I think he's on bail right now, out on bail. <laughs> it would be a really funny one. Sub would probably, Sub or Rio would probably be the funniest ones yeah. to do it. Um, just with the active storyline, I I can't think of anyone else that would be super funny. Like Rey Mysterio hasn't really had any like huge rivals in his career. Like no memorable like. Uh, I mean Kurt. Yeah. Right. I but it's still like it's not like he he. I guess what I'm saying is like Rey Mysterio hasn't had like a blood feud. Yeah, I guess so. Like one where it's like, oh man, these two guys really hate each other. Like obviously, if Eddie was alive, it would be that one. Like it would be him, but. No, yeah, I can't really Eddie, think of anyone else. Eddie, Kurt, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, JBL is what some website has as his greatest rivals. Batista. Yeah, or, I don't think they'd do Batista, though. I think he's kind of like done with WWE until he gets inducted. Yeah. He's definitely not in the Hall of Fame, right? We didn't just like no, miss no, Batista no, getting no, inducted in the Hall of Fame. Because he was supposed to be that one year, but he had scheduling conflicts. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I think I remember hearing about that now. Okay. What else with SmackDown? We've got a lot to go over. We're going to do a little bit more in-depth weekly recap here. You want to start from the beginning? Fatal five-way uh, match? Yeah. yeah, let's talk about this match and specifically the ending, which I really liked. Um, I have one thing to say that I read online this week. Uh, apparently, Drew McIntyre was very sick slash ill while wrestling this match and uh, doing this garnered a lot of locker room respect in case yeah, he didn't I think, already have a bunch yeah i think they said like the entire week he still did live events even though he was like yeah. feeling like dog shit the entire time yeah just like um just like leslie, leslie yeah feels like dog shit right now <laughs> yep and yet she still wrestled uh cannot confirm or deny that but there may or may not be some wrestling and wild animal noises later uh this weekend definitely not tonight though 
Um, but so Drew and Sheamus. So first, Xavier Woods took Kofi's spot because Kofi was injured. Um, and Drew and Sheamus both won the match because they pinned different people at the same time. At the same damn time. At the same damn time, we're looking at a triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship, or so we thought. And they ended up announcing that they're going to face each other one-on-one tomorrow on SmackDown. So by the time the show comes out, we'll already know what's going on there. That kind of... It's got, it's got to end in a double count now. It has to. I need this triple threat match to happen. But Gunther yeah. was also super upset about it. Yeah. About the fact that it was going to be a triple threat. And that's the reason they booked the match as a singles match this week. Was because Gunther was upset and told Adam Pierce that he couldn't do his job. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure... If it was a triple threat at Mania, Gunther wouldn't have to be pinned in order to lose his title. What? Yeah. And is them's the rules to a triple threat? Yeah. You don't know the rules to a triple threat, Michael? No. Clearly not. Have those I always... know the rules to a triple threat, Michael. <laughs> has has them's always been the rules to a triple threat? Yes. What the fuck? That can't be right. Do you ever think this bit's going to get old? I no, not at all. I, I can't. <laughs> Actually, I think when we get the ghost of Chad back, we um we should just hold off on it. And the first time he does it, we'll just be like, oh, dude, that's that's over. <laughs> we ran that one into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, Drew versus Sheamus this week on SmackDown. I'm I'm upset if it ends in a decisive winner and we get a singles match at WrestleMania because we've been talking about since ever since you brought it up the idea and the thought of a triple threat at mania with those three guys. And I'm just, just thinking about it. I'm, I've got a half chub just that, that match is just going to be incredible if it happens. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, honestly, we already talked about the, the Rey Mysterio induction. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a match that followed that was just all, nah, it was, it was fine. Are you talking about uh, Charlotte and Shotzi? No, I meant Legato versus Judgment Day. Oh, I think I didn't even take a note on that. Yeah, I, I just because the that thing happened. that followed that was the sub and Ray promo, right? Yes, because I did have some notes for that. Um, okay, so there was the Monday promo, but then also on Friday, sub said that he should have been Eddie's son. Mm. Um, I thought that he was Eddie's son. I'm pretty sure. That, that's, that's what they told binding. us. That's what they told us in 2005. Yeah, maybe Ray adopted him after Eddie died. We had the custody of Subnick ladder match. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe Ray ad- adopted him after Eddie died. That's fair. And maybe that's why Sub is so resentful for everything that Ray did in his career. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to Raw, there was just an all-time line from Sub in his promo. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> Um, we, uh, we had a terrible match between Charlotte and Shotzi. It looked like it was just going in slow motion. Yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> I skip. I, I saw some, like a very, uh, like the one highlight that went around on Twitter. Cause I think I watched the rest of like after the judgment day match, I think I stopped watching SmackDown and watched the rest of it on Saturday. And it was just, uh, so I, so I saw the highlight of that match that went viral on Twitter of them looking like they were moving in slow motion, even though Charlotte Flair was in the match. Like I just blame Shotzi. Shotzi is bad. Yeah. She's not good. 
Yeah, it's it's not fair to say anymore that it's you know it's she, they just she just doesn't mend well with this uh this opponent because it's like quite literally every opponent. <laughs> yeah, it's just not good. All right, what else? Do I guess the the last thing is uh, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and the Usos. Mm -hmm. I think so, Jay cut a prompt. No, that was that. Yeah, that was this week. Yeah, so Jay Jay explains his actions. Um, he basically says that he didn't have a chance or he didn't have a choice uh, in the matter, which is why he turned on Sami Zayn, which kind of makes sense because if Jay didn't come back to the bloodline, Roman would have blamed Jimmy, and who knows what would have happened. So it does kind of make sense, uh, Jay's actions that he took. And we got, like you said, Cody and Sammy uh, basically at the end of the show beating down the Usos. And that's like kind of how it closed out. And yeah. now they're getting into this whole like Cody Rhodes is sticking his nose into the bloodlines business. And they're all upset about it. And I'm just like, why? Why are you so upset about this? Like Cody Rhodes is facing Roman at Mania. It makes complete yeah. <laughs> sense that he would get involved in this whole ordeal. And they just seem like so irrationally upset about the whole thing. Yeah, especially with like Cody Rhodes being the number one face in WWE's eyes and Sammy being the, uh, the number one face in the fans eyes. Cody has to jump in and help Sammy. You know? Exactly. It just doesn't like that part of it to me didn't make any sense. Um, Jay, Jay's actions and him explaining them off made total sense it was just the whole like paul Heyman having to cut a promo on monday which we'll get to basically like right when the show started i think is when it was where he, he was complaining about cody rhodes sticking his nose in the bloodlines business the bloodline yeah. is his business right now he has a match with the tribal chief at wrestlemania the bloodline is absolutely his business the only thing i think um because we talked about this i think it might have been last week maybe two weeks ago, but the rumored backlash match or main event, um, one of them being the six man tag, Cody, Kevin and Sammy versus Roman and the Usos. I think this part of the story sets that up kind of perfectly. Yeah. And I don't think it matters who wins at mania, but I think if they are going to do a six man tag like that, if history is repeating itself, that's exactly what they did last year. And Roman won last year. So who knows? Yeah. But I feel like every week I lean further and further towards Roman's going to win. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much I like, but I, I just love Cody Rhodes so much. You know, I've never talked shit about him. Yeah, that's true. I just want him to win. I want him to finish the story. I just want him to finish the story. <laughs> Where do you want him to finish the story? WrestleMania. Ah, nice. Anyway, <laughs> I think we, we, uh, led into raw pretty well. Let's, yeah, uh, you're continue welcome. this, this, uh, <laughs> This story rolling on Cody Rhodes and his uh, very passionate promo. I thought it was good. I did too. The the only th so he he one he had a match against LA Knight. He beat him pretty fast. I know. Yeah. Um. I didn't really pay attention to the match because I was filling out my March Madness bracket, which is already busted. Um. <laughs> and then Cody cut that promo, which basically the only line that I took a note out of it was. He told Roman Reigns that Roman had to acknowledge him. Yeah, he did. That's that's definitely something that... He also said that he does acknowledge Roman Reigns. He did say that. He did say that. But I think he said that in the past, too. Okay. So, Cody Cody respects Roman, but I think it's kind of going away the more all this stuff happens. And, and it just seemed like Cody Rhodes was a little ticked off about the whole them being 
butthurt about being in their business, which I can agree with Cody on that part. Yeah. Um, um we so we started the show though with um Edge and Finn, and that that true. that wish came true, Joe. Yeah, we have a did. hell in a cell match. And did you see? I guess did you did you catch what Finn Balor said in response? He said something about his demons. Yeah. So um, I got I got a, a screenshot of a tweet. So basically, they announced and accepted the Hell in a Cell match between Edge and Finn. Finn responds to Edge. He said, "I've been to hell before, and it spit me out because hell couldn't handle my demons." Are we, what do you think they're talking about? I mean, it has to be. I know that you're probably leading towards joking here, but I'm just going to go with for real. I mean, Demon Finn Balor at WrestleMania. How yes. does he lose? He doesn't. Put it in Sharpie? Sure. But with an asterisk, if it's only if it's Demon Finn Balor. Sure. Or are you putting it in Sharpie regardless right now? No, I, I'm I'm saying that it is going to be Demon Finn Balor mm-hmm. and someone's going to cut the rope. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine if they did that again? And then explained it this time. But if he wins at Hell in a Cell and the ropes don't break, we could still say that Demon Finn Balor is undefeated in matches where the ropes don't break. That's true. That's which could fair. just keep continue to remind us of that fucking match. God, that <laughs> pissed me off. Uh, that was Roman Reigns. That was a long time ago. That was face Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns was still champ, but he was only universal champ. I think that was like fall of 2021. Is how long ago that was. You think it was two years ago? Well, that's it's like a year and a half. Yeah. Damn. I think it was like Extreme Rules 2021. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against you on that one. Okay. Because I think that's right. And I, I mm-hmm. you know, you can see my hands right now. I'm not looking it up. That's, yeah. that's like a legitimate guess. For the record, his hands are straight down his pants. <laughs> oh, okay. We went there. Well, that still means that I'm not Googling anything. You're Googling something. i wish these were just jokes (laughs) Uh, um you want to know something that really pissed me off joe on monday yes and i'll see if it pissed you off too just the the sheer action and event of brock lesnar and omas existing in the same ring at the same time the same damn time garnering a holy shit chant yeah i was yeah. so mad i don't care about this match <laughs> dude it's gonna be so bad it's gonna suck anyone that thinks this match is not gonna suck go watch any brock lesnar versus any big man match and also go watch any omas match <laughs> <laughs> yeah go watch the arm wrestling competition he had with bobby lashley yeah and then, then tell, tell me, me what you think <laughs> Then tell me you're hyped <laughs> for this match at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so bad. It might it might just be laughable bad. Maybe we could just sit here and laugh at it. Yeah. That would that would be that would make it worth it. My prediction right now, I don't know. I honestly don't know who I'm gonna pick to win that match, but I can tell you it's gonna get a half a beer. I'll tell you that right now. That's you could put that in Sharpie. I know we don't predict how many beers a match is gonna get, but that's getting yeah. a half a beer for sure. Yeah. 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 What else? Uh, Kevin versus Solo is the only. Oh, yeah, that's the only other thing. Well, there's some other things. Oh, I'll go. I'll go through some. I'll go through some of my my smaller notes. They had Austin Theory in the ring for something. So I don't remember if he had a, he had a oh, match he had a versus match Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins. Um, throughout that entire thing, 
the commentators continuously talked about Austin Theory getting verbally undressed by John Cena. Those are the words they continued to use, though. I don't disagree that Theory got verbally undressed, but to continue... (laughs) But to continue to just spew that out of your mouths, Corey Graves and fucking uh, Irish Vic Joseph, Kevin Patrick, um, <laughs> to just continuously say that, just maybe pick something else to say, you know? Yeah. And it was just, it was just a little, just like, what the fuck? What else? Uh, the, so the sub and Ray promo on Monday. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> sub recalled his birthdays uh i don't remember what he said for the younger birthday but then he was like and then i turned 16 and you promised me a new car and then all my friends driving around they got their brand new mercedes and you got me a bmw and it wasn't (laughs) even an m series dude i could not stop laughing (laughs) it's like the spoiled rich brat like uh stories like i i doubt that that was actually real but just the thought of it being real made me laugh so hard it was hilarious yeah maybe he really did get a bmw i could see it oh yeah probably but i doubt he was that i doubt he was unhappy about it in reality um and then yeah ray still won't fight his son because he's a huge pussy uh (laughs) let's see still waiting pussy yeah Still waiting on Otis and seeing what's going on there, but Chad Gable was quite jealous about that. Um, yeah. And last thing before we get to the main event, Asuka and Bianca, Joe. Asuka came out, basically started playing keep away with the Raw Women's Championship. Some little fuck. That's fuck not games. the same as holding it up. Correct. I'm not. I wasn't getting at that. It was just dumb. Yeah. And, and not to mention the match that they announced for next Monday. And it's, they coexist. It's Chelsea Green and Carmella versus Bianca Belair and Asuka in a can they coexist tag team match. <laughs> and I am uh, not looking forward to it. It's okay. Unless Asuka turns on her and beats the ever living shit out of her, then that's cool. If if the whole like can they coexist thing just turns into them beating the shit out of each other, then that's cool. Yeah. But I know how it's gonna go. They're not gonna be able to coexist. And honestly, because it's them two versus Carmella and Chelsea Green. They're going to not be able to coexist. One of them's going to go superhuman, probably Asuka since she's the challenger at Mania. And she's going to still just win the match despite not being yeah. able to coexist with her teammate. And they're still going to be portrayed as faces after Monday. Yeah. And there will be no story storyline advancement other than the fact that like, hey, these two women that are facing each other at WrestleMania for this for this title in what is a main event worthy matchup. Uh, they also they're they're not really very they're not really capable of existing as a tag team. Just in case you guys were wondering, it's like dude, I think that'd was be pretty wondering that that'd be pretty cool though. Um, Oscar turns heel on Bianca right there, like yeah. just beats the ever living shit out of her, and Chelsea Green like realizes something just happened and like crawls into the ring and gets a pin on That's Bianca. Exactly how those things should go. Yeah, That's how but can like, they go? Like, tag I think team matches should go. I think it's funny with. It, like if Chelsea Green was the one to say to to actually do it. Oh, and then the next uh, week she goes up to Adam Pierce and she's like, "I want a title shot." Did you see that? I pinned the Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, because <laughs> that's definitely um, something she would. But do. what I but what I could see more likely if anybody is going to do that is you know how Carmella did the I beat Carmella or sorry I beat Oscar I beat Charlotte Flair. 
Mm-hmm. And that was her that was her gimmick for a while is she somehow beat those two women. Somehow. Um, yeah. I could see that happening too, and that wouldn't be as funny. So just running it back with Chelsea Green and it having and it being like Bianca and probably Oscar. No, I'm saying since it's with Carmilla's in that, if somebody had if somebody's gonna get, get the pin on a, a limp uh Bianca. Oh, you're saying it it'd be Carmella? Either one of them. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Just like I got yes. this. All right. Yeah. The la- the main event, I guess. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have a lot to say about it, honestly. Basically, Kevin Owens. So, for one, Solo Sokoa beat Kevin Owens, and Solo Sokoa is on quite the winning streak. He yeah, he's he's, he's undefeated. I think a lot. I don't think, I think he's, he's undefeated. Lost. I don't think he's lost. We could be very wrong, but regardless, that's not the big thing here. Kevin Owens earlier in the night still said in a promo that the conversation between him and Cody was about you know helping Kevin, not Kevin joining up with Sammy or anything like that. Um. Kevin doesn't want either of their help talking about Cody and Sammy. And he, after the match on Monday, he got the shit beat out of him and he got no help. This is kind of what I was talking about last week. Like there needs to be like a vicious beat down. Like it wasn't as bad as what I described, but it's probably bad enough where Kevin Owens starts to realize maybe he needs some help. Yeah. So maybe that's what we're going to see. Maybe either tomorrow or this coming Monday and we finally get them all to I could see them doing like a six coexist. Tag. Yeah, they need to coexist for sure. Um, but I could see them doing like a six man tag sometime before Mania between Cody, Kevin, and Sammy versus the Usos and Solo. I could definitely see that happening. But we'll have to wait and see. I don't think they've announced anything for any of that storyline yet. No, I don't even I don't know think so. I don't even know what's happening tomorrow on SmackDown, honestly. So we will see. That we will. Should we, you know, I just realized we we skipped over Rampage. Do we need to go back to that? Yeah, I think so. What do you want to talk about? Um, They wrestled. All right. And that was talking Rampage. Awesome. <laughs> good job, Joe. Good, good. All right. Let's get into NXT. Uh, I, I enjoyed it this week. I don't enjoy NXT every week. Some weeks I consider not watching it at all because sometimes it is really bad. But I'll tell you, like, I'm, I'll tell you what I'm enjoying right now. And it's a lot. I'm enjoying Johnny and Grayson Waller's story. I'm yep. enjoying this tag team title story between Gallus and Pretty Deadly. I'm enjoying the uh, Brooks and Jensen, the uh, Briggs and Jensen and Kiana James and Fallon Henley stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, I'm enjoying the North American Open Challenge stuff. Yep. And I'm the Bronson enjoying... Reed stuff, or Bron- Bronson, not Bronson Reed, Bron Breaker, uh, Bron Breaker. Yeah, Breaker and Mellow. I'll talk about. I'm oh, enjoying. Okay. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but not as much as I'd like to. Uh, because Bron Breaker's involved. It's not even that. Uh, and then I'm also enjoying JD and Ilya Dragunov. But we can start with what started out the show, which was Johnny Gargano cutting a promo in the middle of the ring. Uh, not much to say about the promo other than like he's. He is following up on the storyline from War Game, like the post War Games NXT from 2021. Yeah. In November of that year, where Grayson Waller took him out, and then we didn't see Johnny until he debuted on Raw after his kid was born. Yeah. And he's back for for some vengeance, basically, which I love yeah. it. But Grayson Waller was shown at his house. <laughs> Vic yeah. Joseph like went up to the ring and was like, Johnny, look, Grayson's at your house. 
So yeah, Johnny baby wrestling, baby, baby wrestling was there. Yeah. Johnny leaves. He goes to his house. We cut to that like later and they just fight in the yard. <laughs> while Candace is just standing there with baby wrestling. Just like, stop. Will you just stop, please? Will you please just stop? Knock it off. Knock it off, guys. Please stop. So that was kind of corny, the whole like Candace thing and 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 the, her involvement in that in that. And the other thing about this, I understand wh- what we're watching, but in real life, put yourself in Candace LeRae's shoes, Joe. Johnny is scheduled for an in-ring promo, first time back on NXT in a long time. If you're Candace LeRae, are you watching NXT that night? Yeah. Okay. So after the first, I don't know, five or 10 minutes of NXT, and you're Candice LeRae, you realize that Grayson Waller is at your house? Well, put yourself in your (laughs) own shoes. And you don't do anything about it? (laughs) Put yourself in your own shoes and and Johnny Gargano's shoes at the same time. One left shoe, one right shoe. Okay. If you hadn't been on NXT in a really long time, and then you, you showed back up, would Leslie watch you on TV? No, but that's Leslie. Candice Ray <laughs> is a wrestler. Yeah, I know. Who likes wrestling? I'm more and getting Johnny. at the fact. I'm more getting. Yeah, I'm more getting. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm more getting at the fact that, like, if she's watching the show, which she probably was, she would have known that there was a trespasser on her property for I don't know about an hour, hour and a half until her husband arrived again to then have a yep. brawl in their front yard when she could have just called the cops mm-hmm. but she just chose not to and she just probably chose to sit inside and do nothing about it until johnny showed up or she wasn't watching and she had her phone off so johnny couldn't call that makes no sense though the only way that i could see she wasn't watching was because baby wrestling wanted to watch bluey that's or fair. paw patrol paw patrol sucks what I've never watched Paw Patrol. Dude, Paw Patrol is wonderful. I <laughs> I could sit there and watch Paw Patrol without my son for hours. <laughs> it's not as good I, as Bluey, I'm sure. I think I like Paw Patrol more more than uh more than my son does. Mostly because it's for like toddlers who can speak and stuff and he's still just a baby. He doesn't really understand what's going on. I think the funniest thing is I watched a a little bit of it like I was channel surfing one time. And I flipped on a NASCAR race and the cars like going by and zooming by. Uh, my son got really excited for that. So we watched it for like a half hour. Nice. <laughs> so maybe he's going to be a NASCAR fan. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else with NXT? Um, I mean, you kind of talked about all the major storylines without talking about what happened. Yeah. I was so, just saying what I Allison pretty deadly. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's talk about Roxy. Yeah. So, is Roxy actually hurt? No. What? That was the fakest doctor I've ever seen in my fucking life. But, like, why would they strip her of the title then? Oh, she's, she's going to she's gonna show up. They're not stripping her of the title. She's going to show up at the last minute. But the title's vacant right now, isn't it? No. He said that he might have to strip the title. So, he's oh, making a contingency plan. Okay, I might have missed that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So then if she shows up at last minute, then what's the women's championship match at stand and deliver? Are they just going to do the multi a triple ladder? threat you or something or, or multi women ladder match and just put Roxy in it? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, because oh, it is a ladder match. You're right. Yeah. So we had Zoe Stark and Gigi Dolan qualify this week for that. Um, 
I assume somewhere down the line, Cora will qualify. And then as far as who else, I don't know. Maybe that new girl, Lyra Valkyrie or whatever the fuck her name is. Um, I could see her winning a match. Like the only other person. Oh, uh, Tiffany Stratton will definitely qualify. I think she was going to like, I legitimately think they're going to be pushing her for like a one-on-one singles match for the title. That's what I thought they might be doing before I thought about for a throwaway feud. Yeah. I don't know. She's been she's been doing well, and she looks great. <laughs> she still has a fucking ugly squidward face or handsome squidward face. There's just something about her now, though. I can't really <laughs> put my finger on it. You wish you could. <laughs> uh, all right. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, I guess I just didn't catch that part where he said he might have to strip her. Uh, talking about Roxy and the title. Um. <laughs> Let's not get too many rows here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so I just thought she was already stripped of the title and they were just doing this ladder match for the vacant title. I no. didn't realize it was a contingency. Um, let's see. We have new number one contenders for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. So both tag titles are getting defended at Stand and Deliver. We've got Pretty Deadly versus Gallus and then Isla Dawn and Alba Fire versus uh kiana james and fallon henley yeah i don't know if i'm really looking forward to that match mostly because i think that dawn and fire are gonna win and i don't really care for them uh yeah i don't i think if it was isla dawn and kaylee ray i might like them a little bit more but just the name albafa i just cannot i just I, i don't know usually like a lot of name changes I hate him at first, and then you know I I eventually get over it. Like yeah, but it was the character shift with it. Yeah, it just it's not good. Oh, speaking of, did you hear that Butch might be Pete Dunn soon? I did see that. That's cool. I'd be really <laughs> stoked if that happened. But you're I not over on Butch as a name change. I I mean I've 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 come around on Butch, but <laughs> I mean going back to Pete Dunn makes a lot of sense. It's just how do they do it? Do they just do a cold cold turkey and just announce that, oh, yeah, he's Pete Dunn now? Or like, uh, stop calling me that? (laughs) Yeah, just like all of a sudden he's tired of being called Butch. Yeah. I want to be called by my proper name, Peter. And then, like, someone comes out and says, you sound like you're from London. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, So with the the women's tag titles, we've got this whole uh, Kiana James thing. She's apparently been fucking some dude named Sebastian. Uh, well, that's uh. Well, they went on a date, so I was. You're jumping to conclusions here. I'm I'm gonna jump to the conclusion that they, they 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 humped for sure. They pressed fans. They what? They pressed part privates. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my thought. That's not what you thought. I think it's gonna be another misconception. Well, she'll probably play it off that way, but I mean, they went on a date everything yeah but he maybe sent her roses yeah i think we just right. need to find out who sebastian is and ask him how it was maybe it's scripts new new name <laughs> oh my god we had a scripts like vignette this week and i just cringed i so i had forgotten it i had like i had forgotten about the whole like scripts teaser and that 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 after there was that teaser that the reveal was that it was reggie <laughs> well, and also, he was out there this week for the uh, open challenge yeah. brawl, which yeah. I'm loving these. 
the open challenge thing that Wesley's doing where the whole thing is like, there's all these people fighting for to, to, to be the person that takes them on for the open challenge. It makes the title look important and it makes it more prestigious. I think this yeah. is how all open challenges should be. They should be filming all the people that want a shot at it. Yeah. Cause then I can get Odyssey Jones on my TV every week. Odyssey Jones is done, dude. Yeah, I know. I said I was done with him. So you gotta you gotta give up on Odyssey. I'm I'm giving up. I gave up. I gave I'm giving up. up on love. Love's giving up on me. Mm-hmm. Um that's, but it didn't we didn't see story now. We didn't get an open challenge match this week. So we we saw Shawn Michaels backstage talking to Wesley. He's getting a fatal five way match at Stand and Deliver for yep. the North American Championship. And I guess he gets to pick the four other people. So who are we thinking for that? I think a lock for that is probably Axiom. D'Angelo Vickers or no, Tony D'Angelo. Tony D's in the nuts. I like that. Do you know who Tony D or D'Angelo Vickers is? It's a deep cut. D'Lo Brown. No. Hold on. It's not a deep wrestling cut. It's a it's a deep like, why did that just pop into my head? D'Angelo Vickers sounds so familiar. <laughs> just tell me it's it's a deep cut it is will ferrell's name in the four oh. episodes of the office that he was in oh my god okay okay that makes a lot more sense <laughs> that makes i have no idea sense. where that came from well you you love the office yeah i have watched the office many times so i guess it's not fair to say i have no um, idea getting back to it getting back to it who did we say tony d's in his nuts axiom I think Dragon Lee will be in the match, Joe. Yeah, that's fair. And then who else? Maybe since Tony D's in the match, maybe Dijak. Yeah, maybe. Put a big man, put the put a big man in the match. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you thought of anyone else. No, I haven't. Because like Wesley already had a match against Nathan Frazier, who would have been a good contender. I can't really think of any. And then like JD and Ilya Dragunov are doing their own thing. Maybe Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. Tyler Bate would be good. Tyler Bate. Tyla, Tyla, bait, Tyla, bait. Uh, all right. Only other thing I can think to talk about is the main event, which was a contract signing mm-hmm. between Braun Breaker and Mello. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I don't like this feud is because it's not a fucking feud. They're yeah. just they're just being nice guys to each other. And I could totally see them doing a can they coexist match with them. No, I don't know. Like I could see them taking on Pretty Deadly. Like, no, I don't, know. I don't this coming so. week, maybe the following Cause, week. Because Carmelo's not a face. He's just being the they're subtle being, heel. They're being like respectful towards each other, though. It's just annoying and like somewhat cringy. I don't like it. I don't like this feud. And I'm ready for it to be over already. And I'm ready for Melo to be the NXT champion. Yeah, because Melo is not, money. And if he's not going to be the NXT champion, call his ass out to Raw or SmackDown. Because he's fucking ready, and leave Braun down there forever. Mm-hmm. That that's not how it's gonna go. I just know it. I don't know. I did, did, are you enjoying the feud? No, not not entirely. I mean, it's just there. Like, I don't know. It's just not what I would expect for my what I would be calling my my big mo- my big money match for the biggest NXT event of the year. Yeah, and it's just not a good build. There's other builds that are better for like, sure. It's been a long time coming. That's for sure. And they've definitely talked about that. It's just the fact that they're being so nice to each other and I don't want them to be. I want them to hate each other and resent each other 
And I thought like they could have gone down the path of like Braun being upset about all those times that Melo said he was the A champ while he was the North American champion, even though Braun was the NXT champion. And yeah. they talked about that and Braun like kind of laughed it off, but like maybe like get a little bit pissed off about that. And the fact that he yeah. disrespected you behind your back, but in front of everyone else, you know? Yeah. Just like put some put some anger in this feud and just yeah. make it a feud. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm I'm off my soapbox. To take okay. us into take us into dynamite, Joe. Uh dynamite. Shirt guys. Speaking of shirt guys. What? Um Dude, what the fuck? I don't know. Um yeah, so Dark Order had a had a match. Dark Order and Hangman had a match against Blackpool Combat Club. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Well, I thought we might group that in with the end. Um, uh, okay. Sure. I honestly, I don't think I took a note on it because I didn't care about it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't take a note on it. I know the Black, the BBC won pretty quickly and they kept beating up, I think, no, Stu was Grayson not, after the fact. There was nothing special. Um, Stu Grayson's back. Uh, wasn't he gone? Mm, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I think he was gone. No, that was uh, Alan Angel's. But I thought they also released Stu Grayson. Didn't we talk? I feel like we talked about that in the past. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Right, but we what, talked what, about a lot of talked about a lot tr- of things. That's true. What 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 did you think about it? Oh, I didn't care about the match per se. It's just I really thought that it was a one off uh fucking mm, what's his fucking name? The big guy. Big guy. Evil Uno. Evil Uno. Evil Uno. I really I, I didn't think he was gonna continue wrestling without a shirt. Oh, <laughs> We talked about this for a long time. That's where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The things that Joe really, really harps in on when he watches wrestling is like, I can't believe that evil Uno is still trying not to be a not like, he's still trying not to be a shirt guy. It's just, it's just, you can't get past that. Am I, am I wrong? You probably barely paid attention to the rest of the show because that's all you could think about. No, I, I, uh, like I skipped over like ob- the obvious biggest part of the show, the, um, the end or the rebar mitzvah or QTV. <laughs> no fuck QTV, <laughs> that was terrible. No the rebar the rebar mitzvah, which Brie did not like. It was kind of dumb, but we got the no, four she, pillars. She, we got the four pillars just, in the she, ring. She just didn't like. Yes, it was dumb. She didn't think it was okay for, for like to do it know. to like appropriate yeah. it. Yeah, but he's Jewish. Yeah, but I don't know. I like she didn't like it. Well, you know what? That kind of sounds like that sounds like Breeze being a Karen. Maybe. You know, she doesn't have to watch Dynamite. No, and I'm sure she wishes she wasn't watching Dynamite yesterday. <laughs> so be careful what you wish for, or I might watch even less wrestling than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um I did enjoy the fact that we got the four pillars in the ring all at the same time. As soon as um Yeah, that was awesome. As soon as Jungle Boy came out, I was like, dude, that'd be so cool if they also got Sammy and Darby out here. And then they fucking did while MJF was wearing his stupid fucking hat. Uh but like the really like only verbal jabs we had was between MJF and Sammy about the whole yeah. like the girlfriends thing and the proposing like maybe Sammy will propose to a new woman in eight months which was yeah. funny. And then he was like, didn't your fiance just leave you? Um, it was good stuff. And then MJF ate his cake, not in the way that he wanted to, but what if we do it just like a fatal four way? 
like the four pillars of AEW doing yeah, a fatal cool. four way for the AEW championship. That way, one MJF can get all three of them out of his way and move on because I bet they have some other big stuff planned for MJF's title reign. Because I wouldn't pick any of those other three guys to win the title right now. And well, even though I guess MJF wouldn't have to be pinned or so yeah. lose his championship. Am I am I right on I, that one? I'm pretty sure. Okay, but still, like I know that match would be awesome. I just don't really. I don't know when they would do it because d- Double or Nothing is a long time away. Zero percent chance they've started building for that. No, they'll start building a week out. Yeah, probably. like they have been doing the last couple pay per views. <laughs> I don't know unless they announce that like Double or Nothing. Like it's two. It's not. It's over two months away right now. I think because it's at it's at the end of it's a Memorial Day. So like mm-hmm. there's like what like eight more dynamites to go before we even do that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of TV time to fill with all like they could potentially do it and start the the build for that now and do a fatal mm-hmm. four way at double or nothing. I just don't think that's what they're going to there has to be some like big TV special where they do it would be mm-hmm. my guess. Um but yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the segment though. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh what else? Forbidden Door was announced. Oh, was it June twenty fifth? I think Is I didn't a, even. Know I know. Us. I remember seeing that it's on a Sunday, June. Yeah, twenty fifth. Forbidden Door is official. Nice. So, I think we asked that question maybe last week or two weeks ago, and they. Yeah, I think it was last week. They answered. Thanks, Aubrey. Um, oh, I did take a note on this. I said BBC versus Dark Order and Hangman Page was great. That's all I took. <laughs> but I guess for some reason, I guess I thought that that opened the show, and then they did the. Rebar Mitzvah. I guess the Rebar Mitzvah was first. Yeah, the Rebar Mitzvah was first, for sure. Can't believe I forgot that already. My memory is so bad. It was yesterday. I know. <laughs> um, I also took a note. Uh, I'm very happy that Shazam comes out tomorrow so that we don't have to see it on Dynamite every week. Also, I'm excited to see it. Really? Yeah. I mean, the first one was I'll, really good. I'll give it that. I, I remember, think it's I one of the best was, DC I, movies. I think so too. I think we all watched it at the Ward Theater when I don't think I watched that movie in theaters. I I watched it in Hawaii with a group of people. I don't think uh, I was it, there. It was must have been your other group of friends. No, it was the same group of friends. Mm, thanks for the invite. <laughs> you were probably invited. <laughs> I probably had to be at that place or something. I really I don't think I went to that, but yeah. Orange Cassidy because it's Shazam. <laughs> Shazam is kind of dealing with this whole international championship thing. and It has nothing title. to do with the whole international championship thing. They leveled up the title. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with Shazam. I have no idea the what only connection time that is they here. Talked about it. I know. I know. Luckily, luckily, they didn't talk about it at all after that. Um, I know, but it it had like I, I couldn't make the connection in my head of how that was related to Shazam. Maybe once there, I see Shazam, I'll know. something about leveling up in the movie. Yeah, I guess so. Drink every time they say level up in the movie. Okay. Probably not, though, because I probably won't go to that kind of theater. Oh, that's true. Um, Orange Cassidy, though, he retains slash wins the international championship. And I thought what was a pretty good match with Jeff Jarrett, who's like really fucking old. I don't know how old he is. He's got to be. He's 55. I was going to say at least his mid 50s. Yeah, I looked it up yesterday because he's only that old. Yeah, I looked it up yesterday because I I noticed that his guitar wasn't named Brand, and I was like, wow, that's really good of him to finally stop using nice guitars to break over people. 
And then well, I was like, and then I would explain like, to Bree that he's been doing it for 30 years. And I was like, 30 years might be longer. So I looked means, up his age. Yeah. That just means that those, like those pay-per-views that we were watching with him in it, old WWF, like he was super young and yeah. he did not look super young back then. No, <laughs> he looks almost the same. He's just a little bit more wrinkly. Yeah. And he has a worse. No, I guess the same beard. Probably. I don't fucking know. Same I hate his, tra- his trashy beard. Yeah, he just looks like he's from Tennessee. Because <laughs> he's the only 10 you see. I get it. No, he's trashy looking. It's true. <laughs> All would right. not poke. Um, Speaking of things I would poke, um, Tony Storm called us fat. Again. Well, Ro- Ro- Ruby called us fat, neck bearded, whatever the fuck last week. Oh, okay. And now Tony Storm called us fat. All the outsiders do is speak the truth, I think. <laughs> I'm still not over on them. I don't think you're supposed to be. I think you're supposed to hate the shit out of them, which No, I know. It's just like I like their their heel persona needs needs work. Oh, it's bad. Um Yeah, it's <laughs> The faces ended up getting the upper hand here though. They had yeah, Brit, true. they had Brit and Jamie come out in Canadian tuxedos. Oh damn, they I had... thought I I, th- I didn't realize you would realize that. I was I was like what what the fuck is up with this denim? They're all wearing fucking <laughs> Canadian tuxedos. Denim denim denim. Uh, Riho came out with a lead pipe that was almost as big as her. Who else was out there? Sky Blue was out there. Sup and Willow. Willow came out. Yeah. So it was five on three. Do the outsiders pick up two more people? No. Maybe the formerly known as Bella Twins. No. They all they dropped the name Bella from their social media. They they I... they're no longer affiliated with WWE. The rumors are running I... rampant. I wanted to save that news though for when we talked about this because that's what people are thinking. But I think I'm with the, I'm in the same boat as you in saying there's no fucking way. No, the Bellas the Bellas are their own brand or the, the Garcias, Garcias, I guess. Jesus, Joe, get with the times. <laughs> I don't I don't care about the Bellas or the Garcias. <laughs> Jesus, not even Daniel. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. No, they blew it with him. <laughs> Um, no, I was so over on Daniel Garcia when he was going, he was, I actually was thinking about this yesterday when they entered and I was like, yeah, he's just a fucking crony now. Like there's nothing the special about Daniel Garcia. And I was thinking, wow, Daniel Garcia almost had a Sami Zayn like run. All they yeah, needed the to whole, do was like, pull the um, trigger. The whole like, am I a professional wrestler or am I a sports entertainer thing? Yeah, it was awesome. It was and, amazing. And they just didn't follow up with it at all. They just made him a sports entertainer kept him with the jazz yeah it was really good it was like, it, it could have been Sami Zayn before Sami Zayn and they dropped the ball hard that's just what Tony Khan does yeah drops a fucking ball of cocaine an eight ball an eight ball that's what I was trying to think of I'm not really well versed in cocaine in so. case in case anyone was wondering how much <laughs> cocaine Joe does zero it's not that much <laughs> All right. Uh, last thing is the main event: the Triple Threat Trios Tag Team Championship match. The Elite, the Jazz, and the and the House of Black. And Joe, the House always wins. The House always wins. That's true. They've always won. match. It was amazing. Not... I I loved it. Yeah, it was the, fun. The moments where, like, even how short lived they were, but the moments where we just had Kenny and Jericho in the ring. Yeah, and just the crowd erupting. Like they both got huge pops, understandably yeah. so, it being in Winnipeg. But like the moments, like I said, where we just had those two in the ring, like 
the it felt like the roof was about to pop off the place. It was yeah. awesome. For the record, it did not. No, no, nobody got hurt. Thank God. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this match was awesome. Uh, the house, like they always do, and they always have. They mm-hmm. won. They retained mm-hmm. the trios tag team championships. And the biggest thing was after the match, the BBC was still brawling with the Dark Order in the back, and we end up with the BBC basically cornering Hangman Page in the ring after this match, and the Elite backed him up, backed up Hangman, and the BBC ducked out of the ring, and then we just kind of cut to, the like, that was the end of the show. We didn't see them embrace each other or anything like that, so we're definitely going to have something with that next week on Dynamite. Um, I saw somebody fantasy book this, Joe. I don't see this happening at all, but I felt like I should mention it. So... Obviously, now on the elite side, there's four mm-hmm. if they're going to keep keep Hangman. And then BBC has three. They're going to go try and talk. Plus, pl- 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 yeah. Plus Brian. They're going to go try and talk to Brian, who, after his loss to MJF, isn't going to want to wrestle. Like, he's kind of dejected, just needs to, like, find himself. He needs to go home, yada, yada, yada. So the BBC has to bring in somebody who hates the elite and hangman page as much as they do CM Punk. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if box would work with them. I don't either. This is somebody else's fantasy booking that I saw on Twitter. I felt like I should mention it. I don't think I would mind if that's the route they go. Mm -hmm. However, the likelihood of that happening is so, so tiny. I just don't see it happening. I would much rather see, CM Punk return at the end of Double or Nothing to confront MJF. Yeah. I don't really need to see CM Punk and the Elite have a feud. See, I don't really need to see CM Punk. I don't either, but I think he's going to come back. So if I have to see him, that's... And I know I've talked about the CMFTR versus the Elite thing. I think I'm on... I think now I'm on the bandwagon of I'd just rather see Punk versus MJF again because their feud was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Punk wouldn't come back as a face, and MJF is a permanent heel. They could turn MJF face? No, he's a permanent heel. I guess. They've already fucking tested the waters with that, and it, he didn't turn. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, Joseph. Yeah, sure. We'll see. All right. Um, That's going to close us out. Next week, we are going to have a retro pay-per-view. Really? Oh yeah. I guess the last retro pay-per-view before Mania. Um yes. So we'll have a retro pay-per-view next week. Fully loaded 2000. The last one before we get into WrestleMania weekend. So we've got next week's show and then the one after that is the WrestleMania and stand and deliver predictions. It's going to be a lot of predictions to go over. Um but yeah, I'm really excited for Fully Loaded 2000 because I think I read not too long ago that it was one of the best Attitude Era pay-per-views. I could be wrong on that, but okay. regardless, now I'm looking forward to it just out of the potential. And it's been okay. so long since we watched a retro, I don't even remember what's happening. So I'm excited to get back into it. Rock is the champ, I think. You might be right. You might also be wrong. They had that, they had that match. Oh, the six-man tag. Yeah. Where whoever pinned anybody basically would be the on the face side. Whoever pinned anybody on the face side would Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's yep. where we're at. That's that's definitely where we're at. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week and more WrestleMania build on the Raw and SmackDown side, more stand and deliver build and dynamite doing its thing in its lull period. Um, so yeah, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DT WrestlePod. We've been the drunk dudes, Dylan and Joe. We'll catch you on down the road. <laughs> <laughs>